Fantastic. What? Now we're recording. <laughs> <laughs> well, hello there, everyone. Welcome to the Swex and Red Law podcast. Uh, yeah, well, welcome in. Uh, I yes. hope you all enjoyed uh, our last episode. Please um, feel free to share the, uh, the podcast everywhere around if you feel necessary, if you actually do enjoy the podcast. We would hap- happily appreciate it if we could maybe like... Um, you know, get it to the bigger scene. So yeah, Chris. Oh, you know, just just tell a friend, honestly. <laughs> I mean, I, we're not expecting much, are we? We're just having fun, you know. Yeah, yeah, indeed. We we wanted to start out with this just for having fun and just you know just spread the good great... vibes, man. Indeed, have a good conversation, you know. Maybe even like like get you guys in in some uh, conversa- conversation and ask questions and stuff. You know what? All good stuff. You know. No, for questions, all, all be all sure stuff. to check out our Twitch channels. This is where we record live. Yes, um, uh, it's your boy Radlaw for me and Swexiness for Chris. So yeah, Chris. Okay, let's start off with the first question. What's your favorite shortcut key? Ooh, ooh interesting. See, like there's ma- many shortcuts I love using since mm-hmm. I edit a lot. And by and editing, you mean your Photoshop or like? Uh, just in general, like a Photoshop specifically, because I do edit a lot on Photoshop. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd say <laughs> Control Alt uh, Z. Oh yeah, that's it's just, just completely like, undo um... step. <laughs> oh yeah, need just undo step. Yeah. Um, for me though, I also want to say Control Z, but at the same time, something like a Control Backspace, a Control Delete, or something is also really useful. Like I, 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 I use many shortcuts. Like I also. One of them is just uh, Control Shift N. Hmm. It's just literally open incognito in Chrome, so you know. I mean, you know, a man's gotta do what he's gonna do. <laughs> <laughs> but also, uh, but I think one of them that I really enjoy using is the Control Shift T, uh, which is undo uh, or well, reopen a, a window in Chrome you just um closed closed. Hmm. Seems pretty so, useful. I do close tabs really... accidentally so often. So yeah, using the control, having Control Shift T out there is really helpful for me, and you know that's really something that I'm like, yes, that's really helpful for me, because hmm. I do use Chrome a lot, and you know we are just, um, yeah, I just watch a lot of YouTube or something like. I'm I'm just like, wait, what was that thing there in it in in the recommended section? Like, what was that? Um thing i wanted to have a look at well now it's gone or well yeah. maybe the cookies have would have, i would have deleted it or something so yeah but there's always just that undo, undo function to just you know uh grab another thing back up so yeah hmm. that was that's really my uh favorite shortcut key you have your undos i have my uh restores yes see complete opposites am i right <laughs> <laughs> But I believe you had uh... Yeah. But I believe you had a lot of other topics you would uh wanted to cross or rock Absolutely. over. Well, hit See, me, boy. What really was uh piquing my interest recently was uh a lot of people recently have been buying bikes, you know, like bikes have become the new toilet paper, of course. And I was really curious, you know. The the leisure activities that like either you or me used to do or still do now. Mm-hmm. 
Like, honestly, I was trying... I used to do a lot of cycling growing up. I still love cycling. It's, like, my favorite sport. Especially mm-hmm. just, you know, get on a mountain bike, uh, trail biking. Mm-hmm. Very fun. And I really wanted to get more into skateboarding recently. So I was looking mm-hmm. out for a skateboard. Unless, uh... Hey, I'm gonna use skateboard for sale. You know, hit me up, man. <laughs> I mean... But how about you, Retlaw? What kind of sports um... are you into? Well, for me, like, especially now with the um, whole virus going on in the world, like, um, I, oh, I used to do, like, a lot of water polo, but that has been just closed down, uh, when everything started to happen. Now, until yesterday, I finally had my first practice, le- a practice, uh, for water polo, and it actually felt great to actually just be in a pool again and just have a swim with your teammates. Like, there were a good eight of us, and, you know, it's all good, uh, it was all well planned out, safety precautions were made and everything, so, you know, it's all in good spirits and stuff, and just making sure that everyone follows the um, the guidelines and everything, so it all goes according to plan, no high risk of getting the virus. Um, And other than that, um... I occasionally uh, use my bicycle to go to my grandma, deliver some groceries, and maybe even just to go at fro- get from point A to B. Like, I need to go to the store or some stuff. Like, that's totally fine. And other than that, just for entertainment purposes, I go longboarding and just, you know, have a little bit of fun with that. Like, it's just a nice alternative way of getting from point A to B, in my hmm. opinion. Hey, it's fun, you know, just cruising around. Yeah, exactly. Like, I have some, like, a friend of mine is really into downhill. I have another friend who's really into dancing, and I'm just there, like, I just want a board that I can ride with and be like, yes, this is smooth, 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 and I can just go from point A to B in no time and just enjoy it. Like,. <laughs> Get, get like I am very lucky here in the Netherlands because we here have like good pavement. Like it's just you you have some well not everything is as great, but you have some stuff. Oh, it just feels so smooth to just ride on with your, especially with longboard wheels. They are like very thick and just flatten out and stuff. It's just oh, it just feels so great. Well, for in England, for example. I don't think you really have that kind of pavement. It's like all grit. <laughs> it's like... uh, it's pitiful to say the least. Um, honestly, it, it's just terrible. It's just cracks, uh, pebbles. You know, like the only decent pavement that's uh, near me would be mm-hmm. like literally down the road because it was laid out last year. So it, you know, otherwise all the pavements so cracked you know people don't really like i think it's supposed to be like the council or something restoring those mm-hmm. i think they have the budget for that maybe <laughs> stuffing their own pockets with this money but <laughs> <laughs> i mean hey i just want to go out skate you know even if the skate parks are few and far between in the uk because skating's not very big i'd say it's you know way bigger in america than probably anywhere else i was you know Thinking doing some learning how to do a few tricks here and there. Maybe try stuff that I used to know how to do back in the day. Mm-hmm. Even though it was mostly grabs because <laughs> it's just mostly grabbing your board. Mm, yeah, like I've been watching like a, a bit, little bit of um, like real skateboarding 
just because they make some great content on YouTube and are you? Oh, just, Braille? Yeah, Brill. Oh yeah, they're really fun. They're they're always just fun to watch. They are just like the the mainstream the mainstream YouTubers, but with skateboarding, and that's something that I just honestly love to watch and love to see. And they just ace that subject so well, and like it's it's so funny to see. And then just doing like silly tricks and stuff. Like I I'm kind of tempted to get like a um spe um a dinghy board. Uh, it's special from uh, a, a special longboard brand and stuff. And it it just it's it's just maybe to get like some ollies and stuff. Just learn a few. Oh, did you actually see uh, the Bra like Braille's video? They actually tried to skate a longboard. Uh, they've done multiple videos on longboards, even like the world's uh, most innovative uh, longboard or something. Or no, wait, the mo the most technically at advanced longboard i believe it was called oh, they have a bunch of videos of the most technically advanced uh, monica but i think they do have a longboard one uh, honestly I, I find it really funny because like longboarding is more about cruising it it's the most close you can get to surfing but it's more like land surfing it's because yeah. you know like skating itself also derives from surfing it's just that it then mm -hmm. went different ways with people who want to kept like who kept the original shape of the board like, you know, mm -hmm. so it's close to a surfboard, they, uh, that's how longboarding came to be. And then you have skateboarding, which obviously evolved over time, especially since, uh, I'd say roughly 80s, 90s, that's when skateboarding really started to take off. Especially mm -hmm. with people like Rodney Mullen, uh, who mm -hmm. are really innovating. And obviously the Tony Hawk games in the early 2000s, and oh, well. <laughs> yeah, of course. We know but... what happens. Yeah, that that kind of blew up. Yes, <laughs> yes. but but yeah, like, but like, like the skaters are like a whole like culture on itself. If we're gonna push it like that, yes, it's it's pretty diverse as well. Come mm -hmm. come to think of it, like after all those years, uh, I mean now it's gonna be apparently part of the Olympics. Oh yeah, it, yes, it is gonna be an official Olympic sport now. Yeah. Even with uh the um, speed climbing now. Honestly, I, I think that's pretty cool, especially if you've seen like how skaters were perceived over the decades. Yeah, they'd seen like those like stoners who listen to loud music and party at late at night, you know. And then now it's like a whole sport, you know. I remember yeah. I watched an interview with uh Tony Hawk. It was with Vogue magazine. Mm-hmm. And Tony Hawk, they did 73 questions. Mm -hmm. And I remember, like, the part where he was asked about, like, how is it to be, like, perceived as a skater and stuff. And he talked about how, uh, like, professional skating is so much more different than what, like, the stereotype is. Yeah, honestly, I couldn't agree more. Yeah, indeed. Like, street skating, I feel like, is more... It can be more f uh, freestyle in a way, but because you can get more innovative with your tricks while professionals is is just trained so you can like if you just hear a trick damn do it just oh do no, it on the actually spot. i'd say and... it's more like because freestyle is actually well it's like kind of like a type of skating it really died out very quickly mostly mm -hmm. because like uh it's most like flatland tricks so it's stuff that you wouldn't need a ramp for and then you have like vert skating which is in a half pipe or a vert ramp which is way taller, uh, actually. That's where you have like people like Tony Hawk and Bob Burnquist. That's where you have like those insane grabs, like nine hundreds. Thing is, like skateboarding is still quite 
a creative sport. It's just that when it comes to doing it professionally, it, it it's literally all about just how you come off, how clean you do it, and like I don't think that there is a way to necessarily score. I think the judges does just look at your performance like you know that's some sick tricks, man. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, in in that kind of way where you just have to be like perfecting your tricks and stuff. Uh, I, mean, I think in skateboarding, that... you make a trick and you get to name it. That's practically like how it was since like the beginning. Yeah, of course. Uh, yeah, sk skateboarding is always just something s satisfying to look at or either funny when somebody fails. <laughs> yeah, it's and... like Grand Tony Hawk games to see the Bales videos. Yeah. <laughs> And also, just the, the hate towards scooter kits is something I kind of dislike, but at the same time, I just like to watch skateboarders cringe at, like, scooter kits and stuff. I mean, and I used I, to ride I, a scooter. Same like, for me. <laughs> I mean, I know how to do tricks in a scooter. I know how to do, like, tail whips, wheelies, and grinds. But honestly, I never really considered, uh, like, riding a scooter as, like something serious especially if you think about how it how much easier it is when you have like handlebars <laughs> <laughs> well with a skateboard you, you just have to use your feet and it's all just coordination and just you know like i don't i wouldn't say luck but you just have to hope that you timed it perfectly so you can land it and not like slam right into the ground oh yeah that's with mo that's with most tricks and most uh things you do in life honestly <laughs> i mean that means um, I'm quite the bailer. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. I'm like uh, Steve-O, you know? <laughs> Steve-O actually wanted to... Con Steve-O actually considered a pro a skating career, which is really funny. We're, th what? we're talking about a guy who started in the Jackass movies. We're talking about a guy who went to clown college. <laughs> what? And did every single drug in the world. Oh, wow. And obviously poured hot sauce into his eyes while cooking with Gordon Ramsay. That's a pretty recent video as well. I do recommend it. Really funny. Okay, that that's um, questionable at best. The thing is, it's it's Steve -O. He's always questionable at best. Ah, uh, yeah, of course. <laughs> well, anyways, mm -hmm. should we move on? Oh, if you have any other subjects or anything we could talk about, why not? Hit me. To be fair, since we've touched on community-based stuff, mm -hmm. I honestly really want to talk about the the way people socialize because of, uh, you know, the virus going around and stuff. Yeah, what do you think most people refer to other than the internet or just, or, or well, something specific on the internet? Like, what do you think, how do you think most people will socialize now? Just, like, Facebook and stuff, or do you think it's I more mean, complicated still the than that? I think that's still the internet, because think about it, like, social media, people connect to each other around the world. You have mm -hmm. this whole idea of the global village, so you can connect to the entire world from just your phone or your, your, your computer, you know? Mm -hmm. And you'd have stuff just practically laid out for you, you know, Instagram, Twitter, uh, Snapchat. Mm-hmm. So I think that's predominantly how people socialize nowadays. Like, I remember the times when I first was hearing of the internet. Stuff like MySpace was really popular. I remember uh, so many arguments sprung up if nobody was in your top eight. 
Wow. Because <laughs> you had like top eight people you could display on your profile page. It was crazy. Yeah, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I missed out on the MySpace times. I remember always looking uh, next to my... I was always sitting next to my cousin when we were at my uh, aunt's place. And I would just sit next to him and watch him talk with uh, his friends over MSN and stuff. And I remember when I just got into high school, I literally just... I've never even touched so social media. And I started out with uh, this... The very Dutch version of Facebook, Hives. It was legitimately one of the most hype things ever and the moment i got into it it was just this uh, this thing where i was just like bro are you on hives why are you not on facebook facebook is much better than hives and i was like but hives no facebook just just um mo just mom can we have coca-cola at home and then the coca-cola at home is just fucking disgusting just fucking Tesco Mer Mer uh, Tesco brand uh, cola. I don't know. If have <laughs> like the, the back I don't of the shop cola. That stuff, but just for you know, for you to be um, well, you know, recognizable and stuff. But you know, it's just home brand and stuff. And that was Hives to Facebook. And eventually, when everyone stepped over to Facebook, Hives ran out of business. And you, yeah, Hives is just dead. I rem I remember there was this small documentary made just or like this um news article for and it was just this old lady in like her I believe seventies or eighties and she was just heartbroken that Hives was gone, legitimately heartbroken and it was so sad. But yeah, I mean Facebook has always just been this um way to communicate with each other for some reason and. I mean, I always treated my Facebook just like I do Instagram nowadays. I just um, go to the homepage, I scroll through the pages I follow and the content I like to watch. And when I reach the day of yesterday, the content of yesterday, and then I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm done for today. Let's go play some Minecraft or some shit right now. Hmm. Well, that that was how I always um, use. Well, that's how I used uh, Facebook, especially in the beginning. Like, I always just turn on the PC, get on some YouTube, watch some daily videos, daily uploads from some YouTubers. And then it was just, uh, yeah, go play Minecraft or some shit. <laughs> to be fair, that this helped. really reminds me of the times when uh, Facebook was still very popular, right? But mm -hmm. parallel to it was the Polish knockoff of Facebook. So just like the, how the, you had the, your Dutch knockoff of Facebook, you know, like the cheap cola, you know, the, from the back <laughs> of Tesco. We had something called uh, Nasza Klasa, which uh, translates to our class, right? Mm -hmm. It was so jank. It's like, you can still go on this website right now, and it still looks like it's still 2006 there. And it was just like Facebook. You had games, you had people having like, you know, whole profiles with like their relationship status and bios that were hopefully not memes about the politicians in Poland. <laughs> <laughs> and it was so funny. I have so many funny stories from there. Even though I mostly went on there to mess around on the games. Mm, yeah. uh, I remember when uh, my I used to use, like before I had my own account, I used my mom's account. Mm -hmm. uh, it was really funny because... Like, my mom had, like, a, a lot of cool stuff on her account, and especially in the games, mm -hmm. like, loot and stuff. And here, here comes the funny part. One time, 
Little Swex decided to go on and look for the new games. And then there was this game where you could design your character and do like, you know, it's like a MMO kind of. And you know how I'm, I'm like with MMOs, you know, I love MMOs. Mm-hmm. I go in there and I start, you know, talking and then it's like this random three people just coming up and it's like, hey, 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 do you do ERP, my? I didn't know anything. I was a little kid back then, right? Little oh, kids yeah. don't know what, what you, you know, you know, the, the, the Panera go into the hole and do the thing, you know? Yeah. I didn't know any of that, right? And for like oh, a good part of the year, I was playing a game that was just like adult role play without knowing anything about it. <laughs> Thinking it was just an innocent game because I had like this weird like anime like styling. I was I was so innocent. I was just so confused. I was bewildered by like like this is when I started realizing maybe the internet isn't such a fun place after all. <laughs> and and when you look back at it now, it wasn't a fun fun place all along. It, it was. It sure was a blast. I remember, like it, we're talking about like horny adults. Uh, like they didn't know. Like you you didn't know who was on the other end. Like you still don't know at those days. <laughs> And there's like, hey, you want an ERP? And I'm like, what's that? <laughs> and the worst part was that since it was a game and like it was made, it was I think it's just hosted in Poland. It was so tough for me to type. I looked like such an alien because I had the English keyboard. I didn't have like my my computer at the time was imported. And man, you want to you want to type in Polish? Uh, no. <laughs> you, you you're missing half of the alphabet. <laughs> oh damn! Like, um, have you ever typed on an actual Polish keyboard? Then I would assume you do. Uh, I did a, a bunch of times, especially when I was uh, visiting family. You know, mm -hmm. like you know, they they have computers bought in Poland, so obviously they're gonna have the Polish layout. They're gonna have uh, the Polish uh, characters on them. Oh yeah, like it's just a normal. Is it a normal QWERTY layout, and then just, just like the Japanese uh... layout with there, where they have just like the extra symbols. Oh no, on no, the... it's uh, quartz. So it's instead of Y, so the Y and Z are reversed. Okay, that 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 would mess me up already. I know, right? Uh, it like for every single too. letter, I would have looked that uh, would have to look down on my keyboard and be like, oh, um, what the hell is that? That's Don't worry. I, I remember I'd, uh, so like, I wanted to say, like, thank, like, on my birthday once, I was replying to, like, messages. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of Zs that you have to type in. And I remember, uh, my family thought I was, like, poisoned or, like, drunk or something. Like, I was only a kid. Like, they thought, like, I had a concussion or something. Because they, everywhere where it's supposed to be a Z, it was a Y. <laughs> so I was, like, a word that had, like, four Zs in it. Oh, they were all Ys. <laughs> oh, damn. That's actually kind of funny, though. I know, right? My family just always thought of me as an alien. <laughs> yeah. But, like, fa faster typing is something, like, I really learned over the years, I feel like. Like, using a keyboard. Like, it's it, it just takes some practice and stuff, and I'm currently at, like, what? I can average around 60 to, well... 55 to 65 words per minute, which I'm quite satisfied with. And 
Like, if I would, I think back in the day when I was using my keyboard and stuff, it would just be, you know, just one finger at a time, looking at the keyboard at all times, you know, where the heck is this letter, where the heck is that letter. And like, now that I've just, you know, done a little bit of coding, just got familiar with keyboard, got familiar with the layout and stuff, I think I can fully, like, recognize where all the where all the letters are and stuff like but like stuff i i still like i i prefer using like a numpad but i just don't like the space it takes that's the only reason why i'm not using a numpad i just it just doesn't take it just takes too much space for me (laughs) see you learned from coding uh how to type quicker then there's me who absolutely despises coding i respect people who code right and enjoy it I respect you guys. You guys have like the most free time in the world <laughs> to just oh, yeah, look at errors and get mad and uh, hate yourself for the rest of your existence. <laughs> uh, see, where I learned how to type quicker was MMOs, especially PSO2. Like, I remember I had a party back then, and it was before I used uh, Discord. It was so tough back in the day because it was Skype that we had to use. Like, mm-hmm. Skype. Like, picture this. They're, these guys were all the way in Japan. I'm over right there, and like, you think Skype's gonna work perfectly fine, right? No, not. <laughs> no, it no. didn't. So we used text chat most of the time, and mm-hmm. it was, it was like, first of uh, all, it was like really slowly. So I literally dial while halfway through a message. Yes, and then suddenly I, know. I go I... from two two words per like week <laughs> to like uh... quite literally sixty seventy words per minute. I used to, that, that's what typeface told me. I hope it's not lying. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I I just ever I I also recognize like when I'm typing in English, I have a lower words per minute, uh, lower words per minute count. But when I talk in Dutch, I just ha- I can touch that fifty five to well sixty five around that little bit. But in my I words mean... per minute, like it, it's it's just your. Your mother language, I think you would be the appropriate term for that. Like, it's, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's the language you've grown, you've grown up with, and that's how I, um, you know, yeah, you know. I mean, it's it's that. a language you use more often than English, so obviously you'd get more used mm-hmm. to it. Yeah. Ironically, for me, I type quicker in English just because it's way, uh, it's way quicker for me to uh, type in English. It's not like I use it more because I kind of use it in equal amounts because I talk mm-hmm. to my family every day so I obviously use my native language and then mm-hmm. I obviously then talk in English a lot but the real the real kicker for me is like I can write and type way quicker in English because of how much simpler it is uh, than Polish especially with Polish you have to use like mm-hmm. alt gr for half of the letters or shift and I'm like Bro, like my my hands are like spider webs at the end of a sentence. Mm. I just I like I wish I could like I could have like cable I, like wireless fingers, man. So I can like reach the entire keyboard so I could type at least a tiny bit faster in Polish. Or, and anyone or... Polish who's listening, they're gonna understand the struggle kind of. If you don't, well, sorry because my hands are just terrible and I have carpal tunnel. Help me. Just <laughs> <laughs> just just get like an extra. Uh, two pair of hands, and you know you'll be fine. They all touch one key. You're good. I'll just, I'll just have like hotkeys for like every generic sentence. 
Just copy paste. <laughs> oh yeah, I remember. I remember some. Uh, I saw that in a YouTube video. Video. Um, it was from Vet Nineteen. Uh, what they were doing is literally. Um, it's just uh, the series where you where some guy uh or or someone who works there will hide for a day and his boss has to try and find him and put him back to work. Hmm. And what what he did, he was hiding in the toilet. And he pre-recorded uh, some voice messages like occupied and stuff. And just a, a general yes and no uh, answer and stuff. And then he would just play them. And it was just brilliant to see. <laughs> ah, yeah. Just, just your me. average hide-and-seek hmm. game, you know. You know, just hiding from work. It's fine. It's alright, you know, just sit down, you know, you don't want to do the boring work, you still get paid for sitting there anyways. <laughs> but I yeah. mean, it's like, I mean, it's a boring desk job, I bet. Was it a boring desk yeah. job? From what I can tell at Fed19, I think a lot of stuff, well, what he was doing is some promotional work and stuff, so actually like... Getting some content for promoting items and stuff like uh, they actually do create some nice videos and promotion stunts, and also some crafting and a whole uh, workshop area where they just you know get some nice, um, oversized uh, stuff. Like it it's one of those places where you can get like the world's largest gummy bear, gummy bear, or the world, uh, the world's longest uh, gummy worm, or something, and all like all these sorts of random gimmicky items slash gadgets and stuff and it's it's a really and they have some yeah they have some nice content i would definitely recommend you watching them on youtube that that they, they make some great content i i don't know how they're handling now with the uh, big rona but i i i need to check them out again i, I mean it might be fun if like I, I think people are doing pretty well actually despite the lockdown uh, today, when I was walking the dogs, mm -hmm. literally, a uh, dude shows up at my neighbor's house, Audi R8, like an orange, tw like, literally the most modern model of the Audi R8. Just, he just pulls up casually, yeah. and the guy's, like, like taking out his phone, like, oh, bro, look at that! <laughs> right? And the other dude's like, yeah, yeah, I got an R8. <laughs> mm -hmm. Like, the guy was, like, recording it for, like, Instagram or something, and they just take off, and I'm like... Yeah, people aren't struggling, man. I I don't understand people who say like on on like Twitter, "Oh man, lockdown's so tough." <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, but like yeah. the thing is, obviously I'm joking about it, and I know that there's a lot of people who are struggling, like people who lost their jobs and stuff. Mm -hmm. But I just see those douchebags, and I'm like, are people actually struggling? Oh, and, they, oh, and you also have just these people like fucking protesting on on it, and then I'm like, guys, are you in your stupid mind? This oh yeah, so capable of thinking? in America they had armed protesters and stuff. Like, what what's wrong with you? Do you really want to be infected? Do you want to die? If you want oh, to die, there's yeah. so many ways to die. You don't have to wait for the virus. <laughs> I mean. Just also in the Netherlands, they just they aren't as um, expulsive as they are in uh, the US. But what they do is just they just group up and they'll just yell a bunch of shit in the hope they'll get hurt. Uh, they some people in the parliament will hear them and be like, 
oh yeah, this is a problem. We should probably get get going on that and shit. Stop. And they, and they are just crowded <laughs> up together. And I'm like, guys, at least keep your fucking distance. Or well, just try to keep your distance a little bit. Because, you know, if you get the virus, it is lethal and you may die. It, is a small, it has a small poss possibility and a small chance ratio to it. Even though if you are quite healthy, it is still a risk. And I mean... To be fair, I mean, it, it, there's many factors when it comes to this, but at the same time, obviously, the, as you said, there is risk. And these people, at least, come on, at least keep the two meters distance. <laughs> yeah, we have oh, well. uh, one and a half We have Oh, one yeah, yeah, you told meter. me. But really, though, I'm, I'm legitimately... I'm starting to feel like it's kind of okay, it's kind of getting normal. Like, I haven't really checked up on the numbers lately or recently, and... But I still want to watch out due to my mom is has a chronic illness. So, like, her lungs aren't that stable anymore for her. So, I, it's really something that I feel like, okay, I need to watch out at least a little bit. See, you know? I don't know if I should be watching out or not. Because um, my mom, well, since I obviously I have to live with them. Uh, <laughs> right? She uh, works. She takes care of old people and stuff. So she's in the health healthcare field. Oh, so obviously she's one yeah. of those key workers people clap at. You know, just go like, "Whoa, cool! Let me stay at home and watch on my new fifty-two inch TV." <laughs> you know, and then uh, I don't know if I should be like scared or not because like every time she's in her uniform, like let's say she doesn't have enough time to take it off, so and like we go shopping, mm -hmm. everyone crosses the street when they see her because they're scared of the virus. Because obviously she works with people who are the most, uh, you know, let, let's, the, I, I want to say dangerous, but at the same time, the most uh, the probable. Risk the risk factor. The, the, yes, the, the most at risk uh, from contracting the virus. See, see, you can think of that in two ways. One way is just like, oh, hey, um, I'm avoiding you, so I'm not touching anyone who's already unhealthy, or I'm risking anyone who's... Um, well, healthy in her current state, but I might just, you know, may maybe even transfer the virus because the virus has two weeks to develop. And if it doesn't happen in those two weeks, you're basically good to go. But like, mm -hmm. especially when your mom, when she just walks across the street or anything, like people might take the distance for themselves or just for her, you know, since um, most of them would just assume like, okay, their medical staff, they are not working at, like, uh, with older people, like, in a in a home. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm bad with my terminology. A just a home for older people and stuff. Also, just, just a retirement home. Yeah, a retirement, retirement home. Jesus, my English. <laughs> it's okay, it's okay, dude. <laughs> Thank you. Like, like, they could also just, you know, take your dist take them their distance. Like, it's just so the virus doesn't spread and that's the only thing we want now it's just like not catch it ourselves and not let anyone else catch it that's really the only thing now that's on our minds when we're on the street now we just don't want anyone to catch the virus anymore we just want to go back return to normal and just you know it, it will all be okay in the end but for some reason, people are still like, no, we want our freedom now. We deserve it. We are not meant to be inside and 
jerk off all the time. We want to work. And I'm just like... I want to go to Starbucks yeah. with a pumpkin latte. <laughs> oh just, just imagine everyone just having that as a quote. I just say... It, I bet it's like half of California be... right now. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, see, see, wait, wait, no, wait. When you're in America and, you, and you're like a little more on the outskirts, I believe, or well, like not in a big city, there are just Starbucks drive throughs So that problem would be solved. I, I bet they have Starbucks delivery as well. Oh, yes, of course. Because I know, oh, yeah, like, there's, like, you know, like, Justy and all those, like, Deliveroo and, like, all those third party services oh, that exist yes. all over the place. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, here, here and now, like, um, our Mac drives have just been, like, so... are just filled up with everyone. Like, they're... Ta uh, there's literally now a route on the parking, parking lot for people to drive uh, through... To the um, my drive and stuff, like it's just in it's it's a it's something funny to see. Like on the one hand, I'm I'm quite happy to be living in like a memorial thing or like an historical event to to be like, oh hey, you all have been uh, through the Cold War while well, I've been through the Big Rona. How we doing? And then there's me who's been through like way too much. <laughs> Uh, not even, not even the big Rona. That's like, man. No, that's just a. That's just like the, the tip cherry of the on the iceberg. Just, just I... the tip of the iceberg. <laughs> and and then an, another cloud unveils, and there's another a mountain you have to climb up. Oh man, it's not even a mountain. It's like you, you think of Mount Everest. Now think of climbing Mount Everest. While being covered in baby oil, even if you're fully clothed, right? And uh, climbing Mount Everest uh, while doing a handstand. <laughs> that's like most of my life in a nutshell. Oh my god. <laughs> that, that, that's just pure torture, honestly. <laughs> Welcome to my world. That's what I'm gonna say. It's like on my streams, I do also sometimes throw in a life story or two, you know? <laughs> oh yes, life stories always, always good to hear. You know. Yeah, even though I'm like mentally 62, but it's okay. I don't want to talk about age on here. <laughs> but yeah, honestly, like just people like I don't understand a lot of people who protest against like staying indoors. You know, and people who like, and also the people who are, like extreme survivalists and like buying like. Everything. I remember I've seen people with fully loaded cars. They still load their cars fully. Like, I cannot even find, like, cocoa powder. Like, I, like it, was, it went from toilet paper to bikes to, like, everything you need for baking. And, like, I love putting, like, I love using cocoa powder a lot. I, like, I use it for baking and other stuff mm -hmm. as well as, the, you know, the next guy. But, like, come on. I, I, I see people literally, like, walking out with four kilos of it. Yeah, I like remember. It's, like yeah. it's water, man. Yeah, I remember the first weeks where just all the bread was just fully, fully, fully sold out. And <laughs> I, I just legit no bread left, and we needed some bread. So oh, what I about pasta? Was also sold out like here? 
Um, uh, I I think it like won. rice pasta and like all like the savory stuff. Oh yeah, I I think it was like most of the stuff was just sold out and stuff. Like, <laughs> just, it was just insane. But all but like then I did a big brain, big brain, and I just went to the Turkish bakery and I was like, hey, these people have fresh bread, and they have a lot of it. Yes, that's good. <laughs> So like that, it's it's just nice to get some bread in at least. Like you know, just it's just something. It's just these things that people are just mass, mass, mass buying right now, and it's just insane of them. To, you know, it's. Ah. You know, Walter. Let me tell you something really funny. Well, tell me. I remember at the beginning, there was nothing. Empty shelves. Half of the store gone. Right. Mm-hmm. Then I then I realized. Man, there were some like priority hours for healthcare workers. All I had to do is take oh, my yeah. mom's ID, show it at the entrance, tell, say she's at work, and they let me in. Oh, really? <laughs> Before oh, everyone that's... else. Oh, that's and so I would, smart. I, I'd, I'd go up and I'd go into the store. It's still full. It's like going into heaven. You'd have like little choirs singing in the background, you know, like in your head, you know, like in movies, right? Ah, uh, damn. But I'm just here, like, you know, time to get shopping, gamers. <laughs> oh that's so that's nice though that's nice yeah the thing is i'm not like abusing it it's just that like my my mom works practically the whole day so like i'm the one doing the shopping for the house oh yeah, yeah. Then, it, then it's just understandable for you to do yeah i i'm just here you know yeah trying to be a good child you know <laughs> yeah we we i i don't i'm not sure if we still have that active because we had that rule active but then for for the elderly and well i think it worked kind of just to give the elderly like an in an hour in the morning to just do their shopping you know get get their get their fucking biscuits and shit and then yeet themselves out of there oh yes little jimmy will like those sweets i used to like them back in the 60s <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, just just that stuff, you know? Oh yes, my rye bread. I want my rye bread and porridge in the morning. This is how I used to do it. Party like it's 1945. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, Chris, we cannot do that here. Come on. <laughs> oh, I'm just, you know, I'm just messing around. Come on, man. We're just having fun. <laughs> it's all good. All right. All right. Um, I I still want to touch a little bit of subjects we got from our viewers or our listeners. I think I should call them here. Um, uh, first one is I got from my good buddy Joran, aka Musquish. Um, since Swex is not Dutch, how about you guys discuss cool systems over at your own country? And we've already talked about this, like, uh, a while back, short while back. I've, al- I've also talked about this with one of your friends. And what we, well, what we uh, came up with, or, well, like, what we found out was that the um, Dutch cooling system, in comparison to the um, English cooling system, is very different since, like, the ink with the... English um, school system, it's more linear and just more grouped up, while in Holland, it's more divided. 
I think hmm. I could say that. Personally, if I were if I were to make a point of comparison, mm -hmm. I'd probably compare the Dutch school system to the Polish one because I mean, way way back when, you know, like younger swecks, you know, like I'm an old man now, <laughs> <laughs> right? So in Poland, you, it's all separated. It's very divided, and just mm -hmm. like in probably the rest of Europe. You're not going to progress the year until you pass your exams at the end of the year, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Is it the same way in, uh, like, you know, Netherlands? Uh, yeah, kind of the same way, yes. Is it like, it's like a yearly exam and, like, you get to yes. go up a year. Yes, exactly. Well, that's only for the final year of high school. Oh, where, you no. where you do have to pass the, the, the final test of E. You do ha kind of have to, uh, you do have to... Pass all the um, with all your grades you've got throughout the air for just uh, basic tests and stuff. Oh, uh, so like if your performance is adequate, you'd move up. Yeah, exactly. Like you just follow a book, chapter one. You have uh, a test halfway through, and then at the end, uh, a bigger test, and there you get a grade, and that stacks up every single for every single chapter of the book. And then at the end of the year, you get like a big test covering everything. And there they are, like, oh, yeah, uh, how much do you know of this ship? Here's a test. Fit, ma make it, and here's your grade. Um, this was, like, it's, there you're, like, oh, yeah, you got a 7? Yeah, it's fine. But then you also need, like, all your grades from the previous chapter. For, for all, every single individual test from every chapter also needs to be, like, a, a decent grade. Like, around 6 or 7. And then they take the average from everything. So, like, if you take a 6 and a 5, you got a 5.5 uh, on average, for example, and that will be passing. Oh, so it's like, uh, it's the grading system similar to the UK one, or at least the modern UK one. Mm -hmm. uh, because it's like, oh, the thing is, like, in uh, schools, you'd have uh, the decimals, but mm -hmm. the final exams are, like, very exact. Like, it's, it's, there's, like, no 6.5s in the final ones. Like, you know, we're, mm -hmm. we're talking, like, Quote unquote graduation, yeah. but in Poland it's more like you have like you know your A's, your B's, your mm -hmm. C's. Yeah, they just, they just named them differently. Uh, mm -hmm. but I think like the Dutch system is kind of like the Polish system, but like uh, the Polish system is much more condensed because uh, your progress is practically determined from how you do like overall. And if you don't do well at all, especially in the final exam, you're not moving up. Though in Poland, what's really funny is that if you were really outperforming all the kids, you get to be pushed up a year before everyone else. Oh, damn. Since, uh, uh, since it's all Yeah, Yeah, I based. think we had, we had the same system, I believe, in... Uh, fuck. Uh, elementary school. We had, we had the same kind of system there, where, like, oh, yeah, you're, you're, you are smart. Yes, you are... You you are able to go um a, a class higher like like that just just no worries you know just just go just go you 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 do you you're smart you, you can do everything that that's totally fine you can do that <laughs> hey kid you've been swallowing so swallowing the alphabet soup <laughs> looks like your English grades are going yeah. way up <laughs> you're very yeah. smart go up two years mm -hmm. like, but I yeah. Think... Like, my, uh, younger, like, well, my almost youngest cousin, like, one of my younger cousins, he moved up a year, like, he's he's a year way too high for him. Like, he has way, like, older kids around him, because he's pretty smart, for, well, for the age he's at. Mm -hmm. I, I, I don't know about 
at everything else. Don't don't ask me, man. My family's crazy. <laughs> but yeah. But like um I guess I guess it's similar. Mm, yeah, it, it it is kind of similar, but uh, yeah. As in, like you can uh, compare, it... but they're not like uh reflections of each other. Yes, exactly. Like one of the things I um got the most out of the conversation with your friend was like that you uh that the English schooling system is just really one way in a certain way. Oh no, um, I think like, it's very like linear. In the, in the uh, yeah, in the same in the sentence of you're all grouped up in the same way. So like um in uh here in the in the Dutch schooling system. Uh, everyone gets divided by their skill and knowledge. Like, oh, hey, you are this smart. Okay, you can do a, a higher education at a lower age. Or you can do a higher education at a lower lower age. Or a lower age. Since you are a little bit, or well, you're like a, a lot smarter than the other people. Like, at the end of elementary school, you do this big test. You get a... You get a score out of it. You score this way. You probably should go to here. You you score that way. You should probably go to there. Like it's 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 really like a very divided system. But really, you are getting with um by doing it that way. I feel like it's much easier for the teachers to like only give like extra schooling. For like the people who actually need it, and not be like, oh hey, um, yeah, you need a lot of extra help with this stuff. While that person needs just a little help with that hmm. one question that you just cannot help, or well, that you can help with, or you know, like it's that's one of the things what I feel like it would be with the English schooling system where you could end up very divided in the classroom where you have people falling behind on their knowledge and on their skill while you have others just raise, rising above the top. Now, please correct me if I'm wrong because I think I am. See, and I'm, I'm I, it, it really right. varies from school to school because what I was used to was groups. So all the students would be divided by skill groups and there would be like sets, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you'd have like the higher sets would be like set one, set two, set three, for example. And set one is like the really smart kids. And oh, set three okay. is like so, the kids who need a lot of help. Just that it so, really varies from school to school. And I think that's the same in the UK. In the UK, especially when you have, um, like, uh, during like primary school, which is elementary, mm -hmm. uh, you have your sets, uh, which are like your uh, big test at the end. Mm -hmm. but, at, but there is an optional other big test that you can take. Uh, which is, I think it's called 11 plus. And you take that, and if you pass it, apparently you're a smart kid, so I can go to like a grammar school, so like really posh schools. Mm -hmm. And apparently those are like for like really, really smart kids. And then you have like regular schools, which I, I genuinely don't think there's much of a difference. Like, come to think of it, I mean, a lot of people are retarded nowadays. <laughs> Remember, disability shouldn't be a thing to slow you down. You just you just live life differently to other people, but that doesn't mean you're you're no different from the other person. Mm, yeah. Okay. Well, the, but the, the... that aside, I think uh, the English schooling system is pretty much like I think it's way less harsh than uh, most European school systems. 
uh, mostly because of the fact that uh, your like your progress isn't necessarily too important if you want to progress to another year of school. Uh, it's more like the end product that what well, that's uh, what really matters. Like you have your sets and you have your GCSEs at the end of secondary school, mm -hmm. and then you have your A levels and your degree and stuff like that. But like, they used to I used to be more like optional. I think like way back. Like, you could get a job on just GCSEs, which is, like, very standard, like, very basic uh, qualifications for any job. And then you have A-levels, which is a bit more specialized, so you can get an apprenticeship, and then you can get, like, a proper job after a degree. But, like, honestly, I think that uh, the English schooling system is way more lenient than the Dutch one. Because mm -hmm. of the fact that you still have uh, the Dutch ones, you still have uh, the progress, like, it's constantly monitored. And well, uh, in the uh, UK, you can have like the the the, the shit grades for uh, most of school, right? Mm -hmm. All they care about is the last number, mm. or the last yeah. letter. If uh, you did your exams uh, a few years back, and like you know, back when, or if you're even older yeah. than back when they were called like I think O levels. No, no, that's A levels and O levels. But if if you know what I'm saying, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. Well, that yeah. Just looking more at like the last grade you ever get or uh, get from there, and that it's like, oh yeah, that's the most decisive one. Like, oh, okay, yeah, that that's a system where I'd be like, eh. It's, still it's very kind of lenient, don't you think? Like, it's mm. very, uh, yeah. there's a lot of leeway in how you can progress. What I remember from my own experience, well, like, what it was on, on school, like, indeed, you have, like, your tests throughout the year, like I told, and then at the end, you have your big test, and, like, it's all I, I don't know exactly how, how you would calculate it, but, like, some tests, um, well, they care more than other tests. Like, you have, like, your small tests which cover, like, just a part of a certain chapter, and then you have, like, the big tests of a chapter. And, so, like, like, you have your, like, assessments, and then you have, like, the actual exams. Kind like, an assessment of... is, like, a small test, you know? Yeah. It's, like, just yeah. to see if you, you know what you're talking about. Yes, exactly. And what it would just be like, oh, um, yeah, that this small assessment, as you would call it, would just be like, oh, hey, yes, this only wastes times one. This is only like a times one. And then you have your bigger test, which would be like a times two or a times three. And then you have the tests at the end, which would be like a times five and stuff. And then, mm. like, like the teacher would like sit next to you and be like, "Oh yeah, um, we can calculate that. Like, what will be the minimum number you need, to, or well, the minimum grade you need to pass the test?" And then they are like, "Oh yeah, you need to get like a six or a seven to pass this shit." Or they could be like, "Yeah, you need an 11. Yeah, what? that's not possible. <laughs> Like, oh, um, like, the um, grading system goes from 1 to 10 in the Netherlands. So, wait, getting wait, an 11. But, like, but like, 11, man? Like, I remember I used to be, like, I, I was never, like, a super good student. I was never, like, super smart. Mm -hmm. But, like, I think, I, like, I remember just being happy with getting, 
like a, a decently high grade uh, in like mm -hmm. biology that one time. Mostly because biology was like my best science now is chemistry. I sucked at physics because my teacher just barely s spoke coherently. He'd speak so quickly you wouldn't understand him. Mm. Yeah, well, what I I, mean, I was I was a good I was a good student at the just like in elementary school I was very good I was kind of smart like everyone was surprised that I was actually that smart, but but then I got into first grade of high school and and I just messed everything up I was just negative like not passing on uh, on half the year of school. Like, oh damn, this is I just I just want I, I honestly didn't think I would pass. Legit. You wanna know what I really sucked at? What? It's like when I was in elementary like elementary slash primary, whatever, like whatever you wanna call it, you know? Mm-hmm. The the first one. <laughs> so uh I used to be super good at like science and English. Mm-hmm. And I used to be super good at maths. Mm-hmm. Then, like, high school came around. I'm like, bruh, how, how do you do quadratics, Mike? <laughs> how do you do, how do you do uh, alg algebra? <laughs> uh, how do you do Pythagoras theorem? <laughs> I remember yeah. I, I was even put in, like, the group of the really smart kids. I was bottom-lining so hard. <laughs> Everyone else is there, like getting like really good scores on their tests, and there's me with my paper face down, just to not show my grade. <laughs> Obviously, I got way better towards the end, and I I passed with surprisingly good grade. Uh, but I remember my real like my best subject in high school was French. I oh, hated wow. it. I hated it with a passion. My teachers were all witches. They were horrible. They were thoughts. They were terrible. Everyone thought they slept with the students. Uh, they they were really harsh and like really retarded at the same time. I I I even written like dumb stuff in my own dictionary. Oh yeah, you showed me. That. Yeah, like remember, I literally I literally put down like a, a whole like pentagram down there, just saying French is evil. <laughs> Like, don't get me wrong, right? I love studying different cultures. I love learning different languages. But the but way French. they taught me that, the way they taught me French, it was hell. And oh, I, it wow. was my best subject. Oh, wow. Yeah, I, re I remember um, my French lessons. They were they were kind of cool, actually. Like, I actually had, like... Like, French was one of the more fun classes I had in school. Like, I always had fun teachers. They, they knew the language well, and they really, like, got me engaged into the French language. It also helps that my dad is really passionate about France and stuff, and, like, the language and stuff, and all that stuff, you know? It's... My, my teachers knew French. It's just that the teacher's assistant was actually, like, super nice. And, like, I wish that that teacher told me, and she did eventually, but it, it was too little too late, man. Too little yeah. too late. And then I had, like, a, like I think it was until, like, uh, higher education mm -hmm. that I actually, I mean, I dropped out. Well, kind of. Was, I was kind of thrown out of French then uh, because I insulted mm. one of the teachers because I said money doesn't grow on trees. <laughs> Because she she wanted uh she wanted uh, a lot of money for a trip and I was like hell no 
right? But then I had <laughs> this actual French lady teach me, and I was like, Bruh. And then, when I was thrown out of the course, guess what? What? They replaced the bad teacher with a good teacher. <laughs> I'm here like, what? Like, what? Oh, damn it. This is just rubbing salt in the wound, you know what I'm saying? And I, I remember I hated French, and then I, I could have actually liked French because I, I actually got to speak to that, like, teacher once. Like, actually trying to teach. I was like, I was mind blown. It's like, it's like me being thrown out actually caused a good thing for once. <laughs> wow. Oh, but man, French really sucked for me. I, uh, I mean, you said it was pretty fun. Would you like to elaborate on it? Um, yeah, it was just, it was, you know, just fine classes, you know, good teacher. They knew the language well and stuff like very, you know, it's, it's quite cool. It, it was quite a cool language, but I just didn't want, I, the, I like, I like knew how to talk in the language. I had a little accent for it. Like it was, it was totally cool for me. And talking in French, you know, it was, it was a, one of my better, I would say one of a, a language I understood. Uh, but when you want me to talk in, in in French and just have a full-out conversation with another person, kill me right now. Oh, no. Please. You'd hate... Uh, you'd hate. And uh, that was like, going to be on my final test. Did, wait, to, did you to, have a speaking to, exam? Did you have a speaking exam? I, I um, was going to have a speaking exam in the final year of... Um, high school and that would actually determine if I would pass the year or not I <laughs> dropped French for that year just that specific year uh, just get me out of that just, just, just get me out of there I don't need French you know, you know, it's you know it's really it, was, it was easy grades but I don't want to you know just spe speak it you know, you know what's really no. funny about French what? and me like especially at the end of high school mm -hmm. uh, I had my speaking exam I was such a nervous wreck. Like, I was stumbling on every word. My mouth was saying just the most stupid shit, right? <laughs> and then, yeah. then, like, you know the friend you're talking to, right? Mm -hmm. Guess what? He went before me. Mm -hmm. And he made the... Like, so you had, you had to uh, answer to a spontaneous question. Mm -hmm. And we had that running joke between me and him, right? Since we went mm -hmm. to the same school. It was like about this genre of music, but it was like the uh, the teacher slowed down the audio, so instead of just saying "sederai," which is like the CD for like Rai music, right? Mm -hmm. It went like "sederai." <laughs> it was so funny to us. We were like snorting and like constantly repeating it, right? Oh damn! And I remember he made the teacher ask me this specific question, and literally this was what saved my entire exam, in my opinion. It was. What kind of music do you listen to? And I made a whole, like, meme... I went full meme lord. And just <laughs> spoken about this one dumb music genre. I haven't listened to a single song of that genre to this day. Never. Right? What? But wait, it just, what it, 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 uh, Rai. It's like... Uh, it's like this weird, like, music that like, came from Algeria. No offense to uh, anyone Algerian listening. It's just that, like... Wow. It, it sounded really funny during the uh, listening exam. And 
I was asked specifically about Rai, and I, I went on a whole, like, tire. I didn't even know anything about the music. I didn't know a single artist. I went full meme lord. I was, like, best music in, in the world, you know, like, in French. I went, I literally, like, I would re reply of, like, a sentence or two at the beginning mm. for every of the set questions. And when it came to describing a photo, I, I think I did okay. I stumbled a, a few times. I kind of, uh, I was like, ah, uh, right? But towards the end, I was speaking fluent French. I, I was just straight up, just one, two, like straight up, just <laughs> one sentence after the other. And I think uh, I spent like four minutes uh, answering just that. <laughs> and then they said, and they said, you know, you know why you got the good mark for this? I said, why? And I said, because you were very, and it was like a very long pause, like a very uncomfortable pause. And I was like, you're very, uh... Spontaneous. <laughs> That's sweet. I memed my way through French and I got an amazing grade for it. Wow. Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, ironically, like, oh, hey, I'm Dutch. You must know the Dutch language well. I was failing. Don't worry. I refuse All to take my an exam for my, my own school. language. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I straight up just fail all of my, my, I, I straight up fail through Dutch lessons all, all year, all, all of my years, and that was just purely because in the first two years, like the most important years, where you get all the information you need to carry through to the final, to the final years and stuff. The teacher wasn't there, and if he was there, he didn't teach a shit because my classroom was just super annoying and oh, you with the loud, loud and the teacher no the teacher just had no control over it like i was between all of the loud kids and i was oh, the, the silent no guy in the back of the room Bro. i was a silent guy in the back of the room and i just joined everyone in and just because i didn't get any any i couldn't get anything done and the, te the teacher would just put on up homework and i just couldn't do it because i didn't understand jack shit of it <laughs> this reminds yeah. me of uh, when I still did uh, geography before I, I was like, uh, no, screw geography, I do history, okay? History very good, yes? Mm -hmm. And I, I'm pretty passionate about like history, mostly modern history. But I remember we had this teacher who was like, it was like Mr. Hogan or whatever. Very generic uh, surname, right? Mm -hmm. But like, he sucked. Firstly, he looked like a bowling ball. Actually, no, not like a bowling ball. He looked like a bowling pin, right? <laughs> he was like bald, and he had like this, like his his like shirt color was like a different color to the rest of his shirt, right? So he looked like a bowling pin. And uh, I remember everyone would just mess around in class. And I remember, I think the funniest thing that I ever heard during a during a geography class was the River Nile. What's what's the biggest tributary of a river? Like a tributary, you know, like it's like the little branching out of a river, right? Mm -hmm. Someone said the river Nile, right? And that was like the funniest stuff. And I I remember it was like me and the, well, obviously the friend you were talking to because we were, mm -hmm. we were sat next to each other, mm -hmm. uh, and we were the only people taking notes, trying hard to listen to the teacher. And he tried teaching, and not like he he never said a single time. To uh, tell people to be quiet, unless like the head teacher was walking around. Oh damn it! 
And then there was uh, with, with the one retard in the corner because we were learning about clouds once. And, and stuff like, we were talking like cumulus and like, stuff like that. And he was like, cumulus! <laughs> and like making like sex puns. Aw, oh, damn it. Like, I, I'm so glad it didn't take geography. It, it was, it was, I like my memes, but that was too oh, much. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I also took geography in third grade again, but like, I didn't know why I was doing that, like, legit. I could have rather taken economics or something, but dude, I didn't dude. understand jack, jack shit about economics, so dude, I, I took I took decision. acting slash drama. Oh, that's fun! It was Please, fun, dude. but the written exam wasn't. And that's oh, what made yeah. me fail the subject at the end of uh, high school. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, Um, I, did, I also did uh, arts. I did arts as my, one of my final exams. And I somehow made it, uh, I somehow passed it, for some reason. And, like, th the subject was movement, and, like, I don't know how or anything, but I actually made a decent drawing. Like, it, le like, legit, my teacher loved it. And we oh, have, so, like, you, you can draw? I like, No, of course not. What are you <laughs> talking about? I just took that class because I liked the teacher a lot, and I think I would just pass it somehow because the teacher was nice and she knew how to, you know. My yeah, question yeah, is, what kind of nice? my grades and shit. Kappa. <laughs> yeah. Like, what kind I, of I, nice I, was it? Yeah. But was, yeah. It the, was it the kind of teacher that was just really nice, or was it that kind of teacher you'd have like two idiots at the back of the class and say like, "Man, man, I tapped, I tapped that ass, man." <laughs> No, it was just really that art teacher that really just cares for her children, so to say, and just you know just loves. Oh, so she's and, like and, very, and she very just really, type. yeah. She she's she honestly from all the teachers, I loved her to. I really loved her the most. Like she even managed uh, to get my grandparents uh, a, a specific spot to sit. Like that, she made sure they would could sit down at the. Um, final presentation where the my mentor from my class just you know did his talk for every single kid in there and then you know just hand your diploma over and stuff like oh Wait, did you have like so uh I, I don't know because like in like you know when you'd have like meetings of uh teachers and like uh parents right mm -hmm. I, I, I don't know if that's like a thing in, in the netherlands you know like you meet your teachers and stuff Oh yeah, we yeah we do have those ones. Every like parents' day. evening. <laughs> yeah, yeah we oh, do. Oh my god, it was such a meme. I remember, uh, like, all the way throughout high school, it was like the very nice TA for French, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and she'd say so many good things about me. Like, oh, like Chris is so enthusiastic to do French. He loves, uh, he loves the subject. He writes very well. He he speaks very well in French. And then, <laughs> and then, then came the, the bitch teacher, right? Hmm. She literally a went on a whole time. She, she, she didn't even say, like, for a second, she didn't even talk about me at all. She just talked about herself. She's like, I have, like, four degrees, and, like, Chris is wasting my time. He's messing around in lessons. <laughs> he's, he's making memes. Oh, he, he likes doodling in his book. Lovely. But and what I, are I, I, literally, I literally told her right in the face, right? Cause I hated her so much. I was like, maybe if you could change your tone of voice, I could listen for once. <laughs> Straight up savage. Thug life, you know. Real story, by the way. I remember my mom literally just like, hit me. Just for saying that. 
it was it was a very wonderful time. School ah oh, school times were lovely. School right. was great, but like working as being old now and working and like obviously I run my own business and stuff. Man, responsibility is a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> All right, final question because we really went off topic now but yes. i really enjoyed it so that's all good um we got our boy adil what would oh. you dream of having on your podcast i actually have no clue i'm wondering like what would you want on our podcast i'd say a couple of people honestly all right n uh, name a few names okay so there's like this one uh, guy on youtube i uh, watch a lot and he's like mm -hmm. it's a pretty small channel Pretty obscure content because uh, like, he's like he talks a lot about skateboarding, but he does like uh, Tony Hawk uh, pro skater videos mm -hmm. and stuff. Uh, but he's not like like a non-celebrity. Uh, if it was to be that named that, it'll mm -hmm. be a, a Rad Rat videos. I'd love to have him on a podcast, just talk to him about like really cool stuff, like especially about mm -hmm. Tony Hawk games, especially with the new one coming around. Uh, celebrity wise, probably a pro skateboarder though, but like. But non-skateboard related, I probably would love to have someone like LGR on. He, that's a guy on YouTube who does, talks a lot about retro tech and stuff. Mm -hmm. Love it. Also another one of my great interests. And actual celebrities? Probably BB No Money. Oh <laughs> yes, BB No Money. Hell He's yeah. a massive meme lord. I mean, come on, man. Yeah, I, 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 I'm going to a concert of him, hopefully later she, this year. Wait, with, come on, uh, he, he's, he's mega gamer, you know uh, what I'm saying? His, his music slaps, he, he's awesome on its own, and, you know, he's, um, he's an amazing dude. Like, something like like Baby No Money is somebody I would love to also have. Though I think, uh, when it comes to, like, Baby No Money, I think the songs I like the most were Every Time You Got Collabed with Young Gravy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it was sick. Yeah, but mm, man. But for me, what would I want on the podcast? Like, hmm, ooh, like celebrity wise, I think somebody like Ryan Reynolds will be kind of funny to talk to. Yeah, uh, you know the actor of uh, Deadpool. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just an amazing person. I think he has a lot of stories to tell with some jokes here and there, you know. I would really just, you know, just want to have, like, a conversation with him. And, you know, just see, like, maybe get his perspective on things. Like, maybe that would be kind of funny to hear. But also just YouTube-wise, I, I think I would want to um talk with uh, Metal Jesus and talk with him about... Uh, oh, Metal like, Jesus. And, and talk with him about something like SSX3 or something. Like, that's dude, something dude. I, w I would really enjoy. A whole like, episode of Metal Jesus rocks. You and me and Metal Jesus, uh, right? That would that would for just a whole episode lovely. talking about retro tech and like all the games, man. Ah, uh, that would just be lovely. I think you would just geek out all over the place, and I'm just yeah, nodding because... my head. I'm just nodding my head. I'm just becoming in the background, and I'm like, so um, SSX three, yes, very nice. <laughs> <laughs> like like he has the game in his top ten, I believe, maybe even top five. Like it's a really good game, and that I really love and enjoy. Like legit, I really love those games, and I would really love to talk with him about it because he's so funny. I would to love be fair. To speaking of really funny people, you know what? Who I gladly would have. Ooh. I, I I mean, he's not much of a celebrity nowadays. He used to be like way back when. Like early two mm thousands -hmm. mostly, uh, as a fan of the Jackass movies and like uh, Viva La Bam, since I I grew up a lot with uh, channels like MTV, 
I did so I'd watch just so you so know. I'd watch a lot of stuff like Pip My Ride and you know other mm -hmm. stuff uh, way before Teen Mom, which I believe ruined MTV. Uh, changed my mind. But like Bad Margera. First of all, for a skating career. Second of all, for Jackass, because this guy's such a personality on a, on his own. This guy's like a total madman. I'd love yeah. to meet him. I'd love to speak to him. I'd love to have him on the podcast. Such a funny guy. All right, I'll, I'll think I'll have a look at him uh, maybe someday. If if you could link him to me, like that would be awesome. Oh, you should watch his MTV Cribs. I'll link it to you, honestly, dude. Mm. So funny. <laughs> Alright, I think uh, that concludes all. We've already been talking for like 80 minutes. Well, 75 if you want to be precise and chat. But you know what? It, it, was a good, it was a good episode, I feel like. It was really fun. Yes. It was a really fun just, you know, just reflecting on the old days, you know. It, it was really fun. Yes. So, um, after all, a small status update on the distribution to all the platforms. Uh, we are currently live on the Spotify, Apple Podcast, and Google Podcast. So at least those three that um, I would wanted to uh, post the podcast on are all done and set up, finally and luckily. It's um, expanded unknowingly. <laughs> I mean, hey, if you guys would uh, know of a platform called Radio Public or Breaker, or if you're listening our podcast podcast through there. Congratulations. Thank you so much for listening to us. And yeah, um, just so you know where to find us, we also have like a regular Anchor FM link, anchor.fm slash Swex and Redlaw. Um, I'll probably get it out there somehow, some some way or another. I don't know. It's maybe just put it in the description, maybe. Oh yeah, um I th I think yeah, what I'm gonna do is um I'm gonna upload the Twitch um podcast uh well the twitch highlight i'm just gonna highlight the whole video uh get it in here get it uploaded on twitch so everyone just has access to the raw footage also of us talking with our faces and stuff yes both povs will be available through our twitch channels <laughs> and yes uh everyone thank you guys for sticking around with us hopefully we've enjoyed uh your time and i really hope uh, you all uh, had fun uh listening to the podcast yes well then, let's hope to see you next week for our third episode. Yes, for our third episode where we discuss. No idea. We'll see you then. No idea. Bye guys. We'll see. Goodbye Bye guys.